guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective. And guys, I just want to give you guys a nice little story. Um, the art of not hard selling. That's what we're going to coin this. And I'm going to, I'm making this because I was accepted. I probably hadn't already told you. I'm not sure if you guys had heard already, but I was accepted to do the next BIDC. Uh, obviously the presentation for the digital content festival again for the third year in a row. Very grateful for that. But then I ended up getting a very unwelcome message this morning that I thought was extremely funny. And so the guy, he said, uh, and, and this is a guy I've known for like three years. He's like, hey, try not to hard sell this year. I'm like, huh? He said the organizer and he put ha ha. And normally he doesn't put ha ha because, you know, this is a guy that, dude, he's like multiple businesses. He's a man. Um, and he's someone I had worked for, be you know, before. But he said, oh, the organizers say you were, you were talking too much about product. And then he's like, oh, talk more about, oh, I think, you know, let me hurry up and bring it up. Talk more about, I believe, case studies and a couple of other things. Here we go. Uh, this year, please talk about knowledge. Uh, talk about knowledge, yes. Case studies, well, I guess you could say that. Situation and solution. Yeah. Yeah. So the solution to, yeah. So I'm like, okay. And it's really weird because I'm like, first and foremost, you have to have a product to hard sell. I did not have a product last year, nor would I try hard selling a market. That's not even my market. So I went back to the presentation. I'm like, wait, was I trying to hard sell? So I went to my slides and I'm like, dude, none of these slides indicate anything. I did not even like, I didn't even put Brandon on my slides. Normally people would do this kind of, kind of like uh, Anthony Trucks, right? He's on the whole growth day thing. He's a coach and everything. Ex NFL player. When he does those growth days, he actually brands glow at a tonmo. She brands, meaning she like has her PDF and all that other stuff. And you know, he has his slides and he has his logo and everything. That's just called Brandon. I'd even brand last year. And so I don't know, uh, I'm guessing there could be a language barrier, but the translator, uh, and again, the translator uh, told the committee that last year BDC, BDC, you talk about product too much. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, okay, so there is no hard sell then, because I think hard sell is the wrong, well, probably the wrong phrase in which they're actually using it, uh, because you have to have a product to sell, to be a hard seller, right? It's kind of like when Gary Vee, you know, a lot of people say, oh, he's a snake oil salesman and everything. I'm like, he doesn't have anything to sell to you. So how can he be a salesman if he's trying to, if he's not selling anything? So I'm guessing they probably got the whole thing wrong with the hard selling. And maybe it's more about me focusing on the product too much. And that's what it was all about. Like, what else would it be about? You know, and I'm like, okay, if you look at the digital content festival, who do you bring all these people on to discuss their work, their product, their own thing? They're there to talk about them. That's what they're there for. You know, it's kind of like when they brought on a streamer, one of the most popular streamers here in Thailand, and the girl was interviewing him. She asked him all the questions about him, 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 streaming. And maybe about streaming in general. That's about his product and what his entire life is about. So if you're going to say, I spoke too much about product, everyone else did too, because you're interviewing the Japanese, the Polish, you're, you're, you're interviewing everybody. 
the same way that I literally just took that talk. So I'm not exactly sure, you know, what that means, but it's really funny because again, I don't understand. Like when I go into presentations, it's just like my podcast. I always go in with an intent. What can the end user take away from this? Now, if you believe I'm trying to hard sell on my ESL podcast, maybe because I do mention it. I say, if you guys want any more information, follow me on Instagram or, you know, there are courses available, memberships. Okay. But that's not really hard selling, right? That's just mentioning. It's like Brendan Bouchard, right? Brendan Bouchard's podcast, every single podcast in the middle of his podcast, he hard sells. Why? It's the same exact little snippet where he talks about his nootropics and, you know, you should buy it for him and it's available, da, 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 da. Or, or Share Tom Billy sells like fucking crazy on his podcast, or obviously uh, Trent Shelton. He hard sells the fuck out of everyone too. Because if you have a twenty six minute podcast and you have four breaks in between that podcast, and you're selling something that has no relevance, there it is. That all makes sense, even at the beginning. That's called hard selling. The moment that something becomes so unlistenable you can't even listen to it because of the amount of advertising the amount of oh you know if you didn't buy this oh if you didn't buy this if that happens consistently throughout a podcast that's extremely annoying especially for the end user but again i'm not going to knock your hustle i just said that your podcast isn't that good because i don't like people who hard sell on a podcast now me i literally just gave a presentation i even i even went back and um I went to the video to see exactly uh, what was going on. And I actually still have the video on. So, you know, I think the first slides, it was like the benefits. Okay, actionable step number one, make a list of all the benefits your customer will get from your product. So again, yes, I did talk a lot about product because everybody on there, it was about the product. That's what it was about. Like, how can you expand your services, defining your customer? Educated market, uh, people with money market, people without money market. Uh, how can your product solve the problem? I was talking about it from like a user's perspective. Like, okay, what could you do to do well about your product? So if you believe I talk too much about the product, but at the same time, what, what I mean, talking about, okay, learning, case studies, um, what is it? Situations and solutions, yes. Knowledge, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So maybe, yeah, and to a certain extent, if you say, oh, Arsenio, you talk too much about the product. No, I didn't talk about a product. I talked about how people can expand their business with their product. This year is going to be completely different because I'm going to talk about, okay, the discipline, the questions, and filling everything in, right? So from a learner perspective, if you're e-learning and from someone who's actually looking to build a business. That's basically the way I'm approaching this. So, you know, because you get a lot of people on there and on the page, you guys probably, you know, with these presentations, um, you know, Japanese people, they go on there and they speak about a lot of different things. And, uh, you know, Poland, you know, they, they speak about a lot of things too. And I, I don't know, it's just very confusing. It's funny because you know, right after I did the presentation, you know, everyone was like, oh, Arsenio, that was the bomb. That was awesome. That was this, that was that. And then of course, there's always someone 
who won't like it. And it ended up being the translator for the organizer. Oh, he talked to the committee. Oh, he was hard selling. No, you, you got to have a product to hard sell. That's number one. Number two, I was talking about the product because obviously everyone on there, they're talking about the products. So this is why it's very good. Okay, so if you're developing this product, how could it be of benefit to you? I have no idea how that could end up being very difficult to understand and whatnot. But hey, it's just, it's a little bit, was talking about your podcast. As you told me that you mentioned about it many, many times and that you were selling that many people make money from podcasts. You could show me your presentation. Okay, so yeah. So anyways, my friend's actually messaging me saying, maybe it was your podcast. You were mentioning too much about, you know, your podcast in terms of selling. But at the same time, they still talked about the product. Don't talk about the product so much. And I'm like, guys, that's what this is all about. You're bringing everyone on from around the world to talk about products. So here we go. This is the actionable learning step for you guys. You have to take the criticism and look at it, flip it around, pick it apart, dissect it, understand what's actually being said. Because if I'm looking at it from my perspective, does this mean I'm a bad speaker? No, I'm a phenomenal speaker. Does this mean I'm bad at, my, uh, bad at what I do? Absolutely not. I'm phenomenal at what I do. Uh, can I learn in a specific way? I could learn from, you know, a lot of different things. Uh, if anything, maybe I was trying to sell people Patreon and bullshit ass Udemy two years ago. So if they complained about, oh, you're a hard selling Udemy or this or that. Okay, cool. You know, that, that I, I think you could say that, but this is just something that I use to benefit me. I would never mention a company like that ever again, especially Udemy to create things uh, because one, they don't get, <laughs> it's a shitty company. Number two, I don't get paid for it. Um, but what I do, I look at it from a complete, from different vantage points. I put on different hats, the devil's advocate or oh, Arsenio, maybe they could have, this could have come off as a hard sell or, okay, maybe this could have been this, maybe this could have been this. And it's all about learning. Like, okay, you give me this feedback, useless feedback, uh, 10 months later. Okay. Obviously completely different person I was from last year, but now I'm like, all right, what can I do in terms of going in to this presentation um, you know, from a different perspective. So that's why I chose the high performance route. But some people in my very previous me would say hard sell. Oh, fuck this. I don't want to do the presentation anymore. That's what my very sensitive side would say. But this side is like, okay, well, that's untrue. I've had comments like that in my past in regards to work-related things and so many other things. That's not true. This could potentially be true, but it fit the market. So I'm not exactly sure where they are going about this. I will go through and do this presentation, but I won't mention it next year, right? So the only reason why I got this presentation this year, I was like, hey, Dr. Kong, hey, let me know if the BIDC, he's like, okay, you're in. That's the only reason. He would have never contacted me before that because he's a flip-flopper, right? He kind of flips around from time and time again, you know, disappears from time and time, and he doesn't follow through with anything he says. So... Next year, it's like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to deliver on here. I'm going to do, you know, the phenomenal job that I do uh, for the, P you know, there aren't going to be that many people watching me anyways. There were only like 10 people watching me last time. Um, but regardless of what happened last year, I'm going into this year a clean slate. No judgments, no hard feelings, no criticism. I know exactly what I'm going to do. I know exactly how I'm going to do it. And it's going to be phenomenal. So from an e-learning perspective, the knowledge, 
okay, the situations, the solutions to how you could develop this discipline, this is going to be a phenomenal high performance type of um, presentation. And regardless if it fits or if it doesn't fit, although it does fit because I'm going to be talking about those two relatable topics and bouncing them off one another, it's a fantastic precursor and foreshadowing into what I'm going to be doing in the next several years. So basically it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to take kind of a 70 to 30% selfish approach to this and tell myself, you know what, I'm going to approach it this way. Although I could care less about what these translators and all these other fools talk about. I'm going to do this this way because I know that this is going to be of unbelievable benefit to me in the long term. So if we look at e-learning and AI, okay, setting up an entire system, a one-year system in regards to doing that from the end to the beginning, okay? Now, a lot of people say from the beginning, to begin with the end in mind, that's exactly the philosophy that I'm going to be approaching this as, the whole Lisa Cato uh, philosophy. So, and then I'm just going to narrow it down, okay, into quarterly, okay, what would you make, what could you have achieved by this point? this point, you know, a couple of things, not mentioning anything so much about what I have going on, just a complete high performance perspective and make these very impersonal. Um, meaning not about me, about everyone else in the general. So in saying that, then I'll be able to get that presentation. I'd be like, okay, well, I guess I'm all done here. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, it was a pleasure speaking at BIDC, but I'll be hosting my own events beginning next year. Thank you. That's it, no hard feelings. They're not saying, oh, this or that. They're just, they're speaking about it from a perspective maybe that they don't understand or they don't understand who their market is because I understood obviously who the market was. Now, everything I taught them, I'm looking at one of the sites, use content and social media marketing to your advantage. Uh, looking at Instagram podcast teasers. Okay, I could have talked about me a little bit. I wasn't hard selling my podcast because listen, my podcast is already the number one. So how the fuck am I going to hard sell something that's already the number one? So no, I don't need you. I don't need your market. Okay. I need to help people. My goal is to help and to serve. If you believe I'm not doing that, well, best of luck to you. Now, of course, I'm going to go along with it and keep this specific, um, you know, keep this specific, uh, what is it? Yeah. Keep this specific, you know, fucking the thing, you know, uh, you know, this presentation, I'm not going to let this one go just because someone had something ridiculous to say like that. Uh, I just have to look at it from different hats and say, okay, so they believe this, but don't take whatever they said 10 months ago into this year, start this year on a completely different slate and then just let that one go. You get paid. You're good to go. Goodbye. And then that's the end of it. So <sighs> dealing with criticism, dealing with criticism. And I'm going to have to like, t like make this like the title of this, your presentation, right? Because this is good stuff. This is re especially really good for me because, you know, a lot of people have dealt with this, especially in the beginning stages of their career. Now this has no, this is not like, th th this isn't bad whatsoever, but for some reason, I don't know what it was about, but they're like, oh, well, no, you said this and that. And I'm like, but everyone shows their product. All those presentations on BIDC, they showed their products. 
like like that's what that was about like I, I don't know what you guys are thinking about here but um everyone who talks about their work they talk about either collaboration or they're talking about it from a selling standpoint there wasn't anything i was trying to sell and i was just helping all the end users know how to sell so now it's like okay from an e-learning perspective if there are e-learners and using things to your advantage i got to make sure i break these down very very easily and then from you know building your product so i'm gonna have to break all that down so it's going to be from two different vantage points so in saying that guys it's really good i'm really happy that i was able to you know listen and hear what these these crazy people were talking about uh, i laughed and i thought it was shocking um but again having useful feedback from people who are like like you can't get feedback from someone who doesn't have a face right so a translator of the committee of the brothers sisters brothers uncles kings royal family none of that bullshit matters to me you got to be able to show your face that's number one number two you got to get it from people who know right so if someone is willing they've get done presentations on the same thing hey arsenio maybe you should include this okay get stay away from this a little bit this and that okay i'm willing to hear that but you got to get criticism from like like validated sources okay got to get it because next thing you know you get crazy ass criticism like that you're like that wasn't what are you talking about see what i mean so in saying that again they they accepted me okay if they don't want to go through with it, bye-bye. I don't care, right? I remember the first year, you guys said you're going to pay me $500 to speak. Next thing you know, it was only $150, okay? So that came as a big surprise. And I was like, wait, what? $150? Wait, you guys said this is $500. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, uh, they didn't have money this year. That was in 2019. Last year, they paid me the same price for a virtual. And I'm like, Okay. And so this year, again, I'm, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for the money, the speaking engagement, you allowing me on your platform, but don't look at it as a, oh, do this, do that. Don't approach it that way. Cause I'm going to do it from the perspective of the end, the users, the consumers, the listeners out there that actually need my help. Not what your bullshit is talking about. Not what the fuck you want. So in saying that guys, that's how you deal with criticism over and out.